This is Ool Radio. I'm Jason Snell, and I'm here with Anna Wilson. Now, you gave an, a presentation that I would say is not the only different kind of presentation that has been here at Ool this year, but you were in character um, speaking to us from 500 years in the past, and I think trying to show ways that we are the same and ways that we are different from 500 years ago. What was the genesis of this idea of speaking to us in character as somebody in an, was it in an, in an abbey? In That's a, right, yeah. Uh, from 500 years ago. What was the idea there? It, it came from a couple of different places. Um, one was I, um, a, a few years ago, I was, I started doing medieval reenactment and the way I got into that was honestly, and this is one of the things I kind of want to get across at Ool, not so much in the talk, but to tell people, um, I was having a bit of a tough time a few years ago. Things are kind of getting on top of me. And normally what you do in that state is you, you get some hobbies and preferably some hobbies that aren't like, I think I'll write a new blog CMS because that's the yeah. same as we're doing all, all day, yeah. right? Um, and I actually, um, a friend of mine said something very insightful to me, which is um, if you don't have hobbies which are something immediate that you can do with your hands, you'll never really be happy. Hmm. Now, if you look back at the medieval period, they had a ton of stuff they did with their hands that were immediate like that. And uh, medieval reenactment is all about learning those skills, uh, whichever ones you like. If if you're looking for hobbies, we have hundreds. You take your pick. Um, So part of it was I I wanted to to get that across. Um, And then at the same time, I was watching um, Roman Mars' TED Talk about flags, which is a magnificent TED Talk and is actually a radio show. Um, And he was talking about design principles for flags and how they relate to design principles for everything else. And I realized he was also talking about heraldic design principles, which go back a very long way. And that's sort of where this started to come from. And this being Ool and me being me, I couldn't do anything in a straightforward manner. So I went, maybe the most interesting way to do this is to do it in persona um, and start talking about what life was like and the things we did then and just over the course of eight or ten minutes see if the audience cottons on to the, the parallels there yeah so that so what what were the um what were the parallels that you were trying to make specifically i'm i'm curious about what your you know what the goals were in doing this because i i just allowed it to kind of unfold and get, you know kept chuckling more the more uh, references that i i noticed as you went through which was but I'm, I'm curious what you were trying you know what were you trying to hit what were the things you wanted to make sure you got in there well there, there were dozens i would have loved to try and make sure in there but when you're building a talk like that it, it turns out it's harder than it looks mm. and yeah you know, making sure there's a, there's a good narrative there you can't just throw everything in there i would have loved to put in something about um, cosmology and astronomy and um, and how that has, has progressed over that time, but it, it just wouldn't fit, right? Um, but things that, that I, I was able to get in there that I knew this audience would like, I see a lot of stuff about um, accessibility. Um, when you have a society, most of whom aren't literate, and you want them to know things, um, how do you do that? And you do it through through art and design and paintings and, and sculpture and all sorts of ways like that. Yeah, I love that. Was I wrote that down specifically that the idea that um, that media creators and and we'll lump in sort of software as part of that. Five hundred years ago, one of the things that they were concerned about it was the same thing we're concerned about today, which is how do you reach your audience? And if your audience is mostly illiterate, then you can publish all the books in the world, but in reality, you know, most of them are not going to learn. Some of them will learn, but most of them won't learn to read. So you have to have the art, you know, visual art in, in the buildings. And, 
in the illuminations in the manuscripts, and that is the accessibility of its time. I thought that was really cool. That was a great. That was great. I thought it might go down well here. All yeah. right. What 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 else do you think? Um, I mean, one of the one of the ones I really wanted to get across that, that I think did was you have these heretic design principles, and I could have spent twenty minutes talking about that, but it wasn't going to fly. So that was a quick <laughs> reference. That one, one thing I was really eager that that kind of was slipped in there, and I don't know how well it came across, is the notion of um, everything is a remix. Sounds kind of recent, and it was more mid two thousands than mid twenty tens, right? Um, but it's um, it, it's something that goes way back because you have the notion of communal authorship of a manuscript and right. it being copied and copied and changed. Yeah, and, and the idea that it wasn't just, uh, please make a, an identical copy of this. Not only was that basically impossible because every copy is going to be somewhat different, but that this that there's freedom to make and perhaps even suggestions to make uh, changes as you go. So every copy is different and there is no one author. And, and I like what you said that... Y- even if you could find the original source, you probably wouldn't like it because it's been improved since then. Yeah, why, why, why would you copy exactly the same thing, especially if it's wrong? It, may, it made me think that, that something like the invention of movable type actually led to a dramatic change, and I hadn't really thought about this before, a dramatic change in how we view authorship. That now, with fixed printing, movable type leads to fixed output, that... Now there's an original source that's considered canonical, and there are hundreds or thousands or millions of those. But in, in the times before that, there was no such thing as an original author. Even when we talk about things like Homer and oral traditions, like that, that went through many, many different oral sources trying to change and improve the story before anyone wrote it down. So there is, you know, we, there didn't used to be original authors, which goes back to maybe that's a problem that we have is this idea of copyrights and everything's locked down and, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't remix culture when pre previous, you know, to 500 years ago, everything had to be a remix if it existed. It it even gets into things like grammar and spelling. Um, I have a friend in the, (laughs) I have a friend in the SCA um, who, uh, when asked how to spell her name, she says, it's the middle ages. We don't have spelling. Drives people nuts. Wow. Just spell it like you think. Uh, if you need to write it down, spell it like you think you. She, she makes a point of changing it every time she writes it down. I think William Shakespeare's name, when written oh. down, is written down in any number of different ways, right? I mean, that's just. It didn't matter. There was no definitive. We, as a culture, obviously, we have gotten very focused on definitive, strict, specific yep. things for things. And you live in the culture and you don't, you don't notice. As somebody who makes things, it kind of blows my mind to think about the idea that there's no such thing as an author. Then again, you know, I don't know, Wikipedia, right? Who wrote a Wikipedia page? That's a good example of a modern collaborative thing. They do exist. Um, yeah, I really like I really like that. Um, you, what else? You talked about sh- the sharing economy, which I thought was really good. The oh, idea yes. that in communities, um, people share things. Like, that's what happens. And yet, we have made a big, an exciting deal of like, oh, now you, you can share a, a flat or you can share a car. Yep, and it works differently today than how it did then. I mean, yeah. then we we're talking about a situation where you are stuck out in, uh, in the middle of nowhere where you're trying to get from one city to the next and it just takes too long and you didn't know how long it was going to take. You need to stay somewhere and people will take you in because that, that's what they're used to. And now, you, well, you need to use an app. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. And then the last item that I wrote down that was a, a modern point um, that you made in character was to get paid for your work. That's a... Uh, 
That, that's an important one. Don't just do it for the exposure. And so, and what was the context? The context of that was just the the people who were working at the uh, at the Abbey, right? Oh, yes. Um, and the, the the idea that if you work for exposure, you'll die of exposure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Absolutely right. I think um, I think it's valuable to be reminded that we're our technology is more advanced. We are, you know, it's more in the future than it's ever been, right? Until the next second where you're slightly further into the future, but that people are still people and that there are lots of aspects of, of humanity that don't really change and that are, that would be recognizable if you could go back 500 years and that we may think we've invented, but we really haven't. And there's, there's a lot of value in, in learning about those and looking at those, um, even as much as if, if you want to do a sport, okay, you could go running. I, I like running, um, but there's archery, there's, there's fencing. Um, and there's there's techniques to learn there that remain valid and and remain you know really interesting and it's it's pretty cool to learn especially when you get a bunch of of nerds or designery type people at it then then suddenly things get very interesting mm-hmm. indeed. Well, thank you so much, Anna Wilson. It was fun to see you on stage in character, and it's nice to break it down here too. Thank you very much, Jason. This is Wool Radio.